0: Yeah. This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. You know what time it is when
1: you hear that. It's money on my mind. It's money on your mind. But hopefully it's money in your pockets. I'm going to do it like this. It was at 3.5 now whenever we just spoke about it. I have it at four. The Steelers aren't losing that game by more than four points. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I believe it's a field goal game. If you gave me these two teams on a neutral site, I have power ratings. I have the Steelers better. Again, I needed to see Lamar Jackson take that step forward before I start putting him in this or or them as a better team as the Steelers. Because if you look at defensively, I don't think – and they play defense in two different ways. Steelers create a lot more pressure the – The Ravens can minimize what you do because they have so much help on the back end as well, and they can stop you in the run. I believe that the Steelers are going to be able to put in Lamar Jackson in bad predicaments. He's going to have his moments, but he's also going to have his moments that we've seen, that he'll start trying to make a little bit too much out of nothing, maybe force a throw, maybe turn it over. And I think that this game ends within three points. Either way, give me 4 points, Steelers. Another game. Now you're going to get the benefit, though, because I've been on the Seahawks at three all week. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know why, but the market's driving this, the Niners to, to one. Now you can basically get the Seattle Seahawks at minus 120 money line. Forget the points. Throw that out the door. Throw all that. This is just a friendly bet like with your friend. Like, I bet you I know who wins. That's all they're telling me. Well, I bet you I know who wins. I'm taking Russell Wilson, and you're going to let your friend take Jimmy G. That's how it's going to go down. Yep. Seahawks, house, another one here. We're going to do a teaser, right, because this is a, it's a tough week. So then, why not? Let's do a ten point teaser, and let's just let's just cheat a little bit. I don't know if the the Chiefs will win by nineteen and a half, which it's at now. But if you take ten points, I think they're going to win by nine and a half. I think that is maybe a little a little steep for the Buccaneers, but at minus three. So now we have Chiefs 9.5. Nine we have the Bucks at three, and then that last one you can figure out yourself. Do you want the Steelers at plus fourteen? Do you think the Steelers get blown out by fourteen points? I don't think they do. Do you want Detroit by 13? Do you think the Detroit Lions can keep it within 13? I believe they can. That's another spot. Fill in either either one of those. Or if you just say, you know what, the Eagles are going to house the Cowboys. And if you give me those 10 points, I got Eagles minus .5. All they got to do is win the game. I think that you can do that. So go ahead and make it. The Eagles, the Chiefs, and then the Buccaneers. The three biggest spreads on the board by the 10 points on the teaser. That's money.
2: Beautiful, Jerry. I love it. All right, guys, it's time to get a little bit flexy here. And I'm going to start with, well, we'll get to this a little later to put your name on it, but I'll go ahead and do it early here, guys. Ooh, I hear Rod Stewart. It is time to get flexy. All right, Carson Wentz, guys. I think this is a big week for Carson Wentz. Do you know how bad that Cowboys defense is, Jerry? They are horrible. They are terrible. Carson Wentz, I think he gets going. I'm using him in all formats this week. He shows them what
1: a real red rifle looks like this week. Yes,
2: he does. And I think the Cowboys have given up. We've already heard them say the coaching staff is terrible. Mike McCarthy, he's not a good coach. I, I first called that when they hired him. Terrible move. Cowboys players are already complaining about him. Remember the rumors about how he would not even show up to the walkthroughs when he was in Green Bay. In Green Bay, he'd be up in his office getting a massage. Well, I think he's been getting a massage all this week. Carson Wentz is going to stick it to him. I'm telling you. Let's move it along here. Justin Herbert. He was my put your name on it last week. I had him over in passing yards. Had him over one and a half touchdowns. I think you keep rolling with Justin Herbert. Man, he's been fantastic, Jerry. Keep him going. Joe Burrow, guys, I like him this week as well. I know the weather could be a little hit or miss, but I think he has another big week. I really like all the Bengals, but be a little careful here. They are down their starting center, and they are down their two starting tackles. So it could get a little ugly for the, wow. the Bengals this week. You know, with Gio Bernard, he's, he's a popular guy that's being played this week too. Keep in mind, that offensive line was already bad, and now they're down some guys. So I still like them, but, you know, just – Maybe hedge it a little bit. All right, Ryan Tannehill, keep riding him. What else is there to say? I mean, he has been fantastic. Weather could be an issue here, but I think you can still start him. Let's get to the running backs. Boston Scott, he came through for you last week. I think you can roll with him again. Gio Bernard, all these kind of backup guys, I think you can start him this week. And this is the time of year where you need these guys that you picked up off the waiver wire to come through for you. I think you can roll with him. Here's another one that Leonard Fournette – we actually had a Fournette sighting last week. I like him again this week. He is basically Bruce Arians called him their nickel running back. <laughs> All the, the, he is the new James White in this offense for you know for the Bucks. So we know how much Brady likes to throw to the running backs. They're using him in the hurry up situation. So I think Leonard Fournette, you roll him out there. He could really be a guy that if you held on to him, and especially in a PPR league, he could be a, a, a league winner for you as we move along. And we talked about the revenge game with Le'Veon Bell. I like that, but I also like Melvin Gordon a little bit for a revenge game against the Chargers. You know, I know that's a true revenge yeah, game. Yeah, that's a true revenge game. So I think Gordon could punch one in the end zone for you. So go ahead and roll with him. At receiver, I like Brandon Ayuk this week. I like AJ Green, believe it or not. And then another guy that's kind of been sneaky good. I think he's had over 70 yards or a touchdown. I want to say like almost his last. Fourteen games, something like that. Cole Beasley, guys, he has been—he's been coming through for you in a PPR league, and he's not a guy that they force the ball super far down the field. So, with the weather being an issue, I think Beasley can come through for you. Also, like Gronk this week, if you need a tight end, Jonu Smith, I think you can fire him up. And if you need a defense play, pick up the Eagles this week against the Cowboys. They're out there on a lot of waiver wires and. I mean, think about what the Cowboys are rolling out at the quarterback position this week. Give the Eagles a shot.
1: They might outscore the Cowboys offense. They might. They really
2: might. It's that kind of situation.
1: Dr. Dre, a Cowboys fan. On Twitch, shout out to Dr. Dre.
2: He says, put the house on the Eagles. A Cowboys fan. This is that week. Take advantage of what the Cowboys are doing and bet against them. Now, anything
1: from that Bengals game. I know you like Burrow. I know that he went off. Who do you go with this week? Boyd. Is it A.J. Green? We know that he's – ever since they they, they they had that play where they, it was going around where he checked out on that interception yeah. and he walked back, he didn't even go to make the tackle. Ever since then, he looked like uh, – we we talk about it. You're not only hurting the team. Yeah, you're hurting there's, – there's tape on you. Yes. A.J., there's tape on you, man. People are going to see that this guy doesn't even care to play football. All of a sudden, he's, someone had to have gotten in his ear and saying, hey, it's not about the Bengals. It's, it's about not. you going forward. Get up out of here. Get your helmet on, get out there and play. Now you're seeing eight, nine targets, catches. That's what you expect out of him. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think he's double-digit targets the last couple weeks. And what they're doing with him, Jerry, is remember he used to be just this incredible, explosive downfield guy. Well, now they're using him more on intermediate routes. They're not just sending him down the field anymore. So with that big 6'4 frame... They're using him more as a possession receiver, and that's helping your fantasy team, especially in PPR. He's catching a lot of balls. also like Boyd this week, too. So I just I like a lot of the Bengals, but don't bet the house because, like we said, three of their five offensive linemen are not going to play today, so it might be an issue being able to keep Burrow clean. And that's going
1: to be a big issue because if you have three linemen missing, that, that affects your time. Yes. And that's what's something he's going to need to get the ball down to, to, to Boyd down the field, A.J., or for Geo to even have space. And my end, Eddie D, he has a question for you. He says, he's got Murray on by. Do I start
2: Tannehill or Carr? I'm going with Tannehill. I've just, Carr is just a little risky. I like the matchup. I mean, Tannehill's going against the Bengals. I mean, enough said, right? The only thing that's scaring you off of him is the weather. If it's not the weather, Tannehill's going to have a huge game. Does one rookie in Tua
1: in his debut have a big game? The spread is three and a half. How do you feel about this? Because many are saying that three and a half might be a steal considering the Rams' struggles going all the way across country for the fourth time, I believe, now, and they have two more. Who made this schedule for them? They've (laughs) gone across country four times
2: already. They have. It's tricky, right? I I hate betting on things I haven't seen yet. You know, so with Tua, I haven't seen it. I don't know what to expect. So, you know, the one thing I will say is Devontae Parker, I'm going to get away from him this week just because – you know we know Ramsey's going to probably follow him all over the place and, and just erase him. So th- that's what I like Gaskin this week. But I just I don't want to I don't want to bet on that, that Miami offense. I haven't seen it with Tua, so I, I want to watch them this week and then we'll go from there. How I,
1: can you not like Gaskin? Check this out: 22, 21, 13, and twenty seven touches over the
3: last four games. Twenty seven touches. That's pretty good. Uh, I would say, going on the fact that nobody has seen Tua in the NFL yet, that might be a reason to kind of go with him because I don't think McVeigh knows how to... He won't know until the second half how he's going to kind of adjust to him or game plan for him until he sees a little bit of him. And hopefully, Flores is kind of accounting for that fact, and he's... Set up a game plan to where he's throwing some tricks in there with Tua and they're able to kind of get around whatever game they're kind of playing that chess match, you know? Yeah, and
1: it makes sense. Uh, and also, okay, how often this is a different scenario. How often have we seen a change to a rookie when a team's actually won? Like you don't you don't it's this different, right? Like yeah, maybe yeah. they just know, hey, we know what we have. We can be doing it better. Tua can be doing it better. We've we, we held back, but we're actually holding the team back. How often? I don't think you'll ever see that. Then, all right, let's put the rookie in whenever the veteran's actually being serviceable so, and doing this
3: thing. So, this morning I was reading an article that basically the Dolphins made this switch because they know that they have all these picks next year and then the draft next year. And it's kind of like a win win situation. I mean, if, if, he starts winning games for them, then they're going to get the Texans' first and second round draft picks. So it doesn't really matter. But if he sucks, then they're going to have better position as well with their own picks. And he gets that 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 bad get go. Say he
1: does have a bad start. He's more he has got reps. It, man, I didn't even think about that aspect. That's exactly what. There's a win win situation right now. The hardest thing about a rookie and starting him is saying, man, it's going to be hard. He's going to have to learn. Why not learn now and in a spot where there's nothing to lose? You have set picks next year already. I like
2: that. No, that makes a lot of sense. And the other thing is you know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. You know, he may get you to that game, but he's not going to win it for you. So why not roll the dice? And the reports have been too has been really good in practice. So they're seeing something in him that they feel like it's a good time to, you know, give him the keys to the car. Did you
3: see his uh, pregame drip? Walking in, I who Tannehill? Not, no, I mean uh, Tua. No, no, he's got his uh his Samoan kind of shirt. He's got a the Samoan uh like traditional stuff. He's wearing it's it's like a kilt, maybe like a dress type <laughs> thing. But he's walking in. He looks confident. I mean, he, like if it you're seems d- like he's blocking out the noise. Yeah, you if you're wearing a dress, what, essentially a dress. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to hate on the man's culture, but. If you're walking in to a football game wearing a dress, you got to be confident.
1: You think he ran it by, you know, because Fitzpatrick had some drip. Remember, oh, yeah. he, he was barring chains, right? You think he ran it by him? Like, Fitzpatrick's like, all right, if you're going to do this, like, all right, all right, I'm past it. You're the quarterback, but I got to get you some drip. And he's like, drip? He's like, well, in my my natives, uh, this is drip, you know? <laughs> this is what we call drip. But. Hey, we got 45 minutes. We got a lot of games to get to. We got a lot of drip to drop here on Moneyline ESPN
0: 97.5. This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks! listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline. It's football time. It's a Sunday. It's an NFL Sunday, and it's a Make Money Sunday. 713 780 At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. And I'm going to start right there at the text line because we are backed up. 281745 says, Hey guys, I've never missed a show. I love it. Should I start Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers today?
2: Man, I'd go with Russell Wilson, but yeah, man, it's close.
1: Hasty, Coleman, or Justin
2: Jackson, PPR. Oh man, uh, I guess Coleman. It, it, guys, you're rolling the dice with this 49ers backfield. Just know that that could go poorly.
1: John Smith or Gronk, half point PPR.
2: Oh man, I'd go uh, John Smith. Goddard or Tanya in full point PPR I go Goddard
1: would you play Juju or Nelson Aguilar Juju I
2: know it's a it's a tough matchup but I just I don't have much confidence in in Derek Carr and that's
1: and, and that's supposed to be somewhat windy as well but yes,
2: it is that weather could be an issue and he's kind of their him and rugs run some deep routes. let's get into that game
1: right now let's talk Browns let's talk Raiders let's talk I think that there's spots to have fantasy goodness here. There is. Now, where do you find it? The total sitting around 51 last I looked. That's down to 47. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That wind, whenever I look, and I, I'm glad I said last time I looked. La- so what happens? And that's the thing. So I dropped a bunch of, of of unders this this morning before everyone gets up. I was up at six our time. So imagine uh, Vegas time, there are four. Like, so when people wake up and they start saying weather, then they start hitting other. The, the, the Vikings Packers dropped a point and a half since we got on air. That one's dropped four points. That goes to tell you that there is trouble here. So what does that do for you all overall as far as a from a fantasy perspective? Who's
2: the downfield threat for the Browns? Let's start there. I mean, and with the Browns, Odell Beckham is, is gone now. And, and Jarvis Landry is, is more of an intermediate route guy. So I, I don't love any of the Browns in this game, especially with bad weather. And I hate that October's over, so the for the the hunt for red
1: October is behind us. Um I'm still gonna go with Hunt, Kareem Hunt. I yeah. think I still think he has a big game, especially if weather plays a factor. But uh I just think that this has fantasy goodness. You have to you have to make sure you pick this correctly, though. Okay, so why do what do I mean by that? We know Jacobs has been struggling. Right? So then To get in the end zone at least, right? And then they tried to get him involved in the pass game. They even tried to do that towards the end of last year, and they just haven't been able to do that. So they're going to have to lean on Carr. Whenever you talk about who can throw it, who would you put your money on to be able to, to slice the wind up better? Would you bet on Baker or would you bet on Carr?
2: I guess Carr has a little bit better of an arm.
1: Exactly. And that's where I start there. So then you look at weapons and who would you rather have? I'd rather have Waller and maybe that little that little group, you know what I mean, rather than Landry and and Richard
2: th- Higgins I think is going to be the guy to take the extra snaps with Odell out. Bryant yeah. uh, the
1: the other tight end instead of Engaku Ng- uh, like, like, That's where you're at right now. Yeah. So you tell me that the spread went from 3 to 1, so you're seeing movement on the Raiders. I think that the Raiders are going to be able to put up points, and it's going to be – you never want to be on the Browns side whenever you have to depend on Baker. You be on Browns – you get on Browns whenever it's, it's an, a game that, that, that it's going to be easy on Baker, that he doesn't – he has to manage it rather than win it. That's when you're on Baker.
2: On games that he has to win, mm No, I, I don't trust him either. And I love Josh Jacobs. Man, He's been banged up a lot this year, man. It, it's – that's a little unfortunate. We were expecting a big season from him.
1: We talked about though his running style last year it was talked it was known that he was one of the best at breaking tackles yeah. you know yards after contact If if you're a runner that is breaking tackles, that means it's obvious math that you're having to take twice the amount of hits, right? If the first hit doesn't take you down, then you obviously have to get hit again. You're taking twice the amount of hits. That's what I think happened.
2: Yeah, and with Incognito going down, that was a big part of their offensive line that was was really helping them out. So I think Brown's supposed to be back, I think, this week for them at tackle. So that might help them a little bit, the Raiders. So uh, I don't know. Do you have any more on this one? No, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away. I might live bet it if I start seeing
1: that the weather doesn't play, like if they could slice it through the wind some or, or whatever the case. But where I'm at
2: right now, I don't have a read. Okay. Uh, this one, God, this is a real stinker. New England Buffalo. Now, Jerry says you can make money a lot of times on ugly games. I don't know if this is one I'm going to be too excited about. Buffalo favored by four. Josh Allen falling back to earth a little bit. Do you, you have a read on this one?
1: You asked earlier... How far back do you go? As far as do you put any narrative into this narrative? How far back? Well, sure. Three wins th- out of thirty-three games is Bill Belichick versus the Buffalo Bills. How much of that narrative do we put into this? Because a lot of that was under the 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 uh, Tom Brady regime, right? I don't think that this, this, this is anywhere close to that team. So then what do we have here that's known? We know that Bill Belichick's not going to change his his theory of, I'll take away your best weapon. Your one best thing, I'm going to make sure I take that away. Or running quarterbacks. He's always been decent as far as containing them and making them throw. Can Allen have – can he make enough throws today? I don't know if he can. Another thing that what, – what's going on, going on with Gilmore.
2: I mean, he's been he's been banged up. We need to get over and see. But he didn't he travel didn't, to yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, he didn't even travel with the team.
1: That trade do- deadline, they're saying and, that he might not ever
3: put yeah. on a Patriots jersey again. Well, and there was a report last week that he – it was last week or the week before he put his uh, house up for sale with a deadline to sell by the trade deadline. In regular man's term, that's putting in your two-week notice. That's yeah. like he's – Broadcasting it out there without saying it,
2: we we see this all the time with Belichick. Remember when he traded Richard Seymour one year early? Now Gilmore's thirty. Like this feels like Belichick, you know, cashing out before he he gets over the hill.
1: And he's usually right. Yes, and and, and that's what happens.
3: In the market goes, and they
2: dive all over him. They go get Collins
3: or whoever it is. You know that whoever yeah. it is that oh, they this they, guy's they, a former Patriot. Yeah, like, he's going to make our team better. It's like. There's a reason they traded him, and yeah. then it's funny is though. Don't be scared. don't Don't be Don't be scared to think that in
1: about three years they'll get him back for cheap. You know they will end up getting him for, for pennies on the dime, and yep. then all of a sudden they, they get the last of the little good year, and then that's just the Patriot Jimmy way.
2: Collins, Dion Branch, we've seen it a few times.
1: You saw me post last week. I said, man, this this it feels bad seeing the Patriots struggle. Not because. <laughs> We've been waiting for this, right? Like you've been saying, when is the end of this? Like I'm tired of this. I'm tired of every 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 December, every January, having to go over there, having to see team Tom do his thing. Then slowly but surely, last year you started seeing Tom uh, uh, yelling at at the sidelines during
2: that Texans game. Come on,
1: guys! Come on, man!
2: You know, like that's what you want to see. It is, and we're seeing the Belichick. It's overblown. He's not that good of a you know of, of the front office kind of guy. Their drafts haven't been great. You're really seeing that there's not a lot of talent on this football
1: team. When it all crumbles, we've and I hate – this is like the, the LeBron Jordan talking. We're in the middle of the season, so well, we won't have it now. But Brady or Bilicek, who was it? We're about to see. What if Brady goes up there and takes him to the Super Bowl, not necessarily wins it, but takes it to him and keeps playing the way he is. If Bilicek – let's say he doesn't make it happen this year. Say they get a rookie next year. Say they're bad again. Say Brady's still doing his thing.
2: I don't know. No, I'm already – to me, Tom Brady's been covering up stuff for years. He's the real, he's the Hall of Famer. Belichick's a great coach and all, but he doesn't deserve as much of the credit as he gets. So let's talk about it. It's a four point spread now. Buffalo is favored. They're at home. I feel like Buffalo's just a much better football team. I think there might be some value there taking the Bills.
1: So before everyone possibly got ruled out on the Patriots side, I was going to take the four because it was just a spot where not necessarily that I think they're better, but it was like, they look so ugly that that's when you buy it. You buy that stock. By the time that Apple became so popular and you are like, man, I, I'm going to go buy some Apple stock. It was too late. Yes. Okay. That's what you got to do. You had to buy stock when it was ugly. And this is when you were going to buy the stock in the Patriots, hoping that there's no way Chet's going to let them play like this. At the end of the day, there's pride, but at the end of the day, there there's nobody for him to throw it to. No Edelman, no Harry. Now you have Myers out there. Like, Myers? Who are these guys? They don't know. That's what I'm saying. They're going to go out there. The the running backs is a a running back by committee. Let's call it the stable that they have. That's not intact. They've had offensive line trouble. They're finally getting their offensive line complete back today. This is going to be the first game. I just don't like it. Now you're expecting Cam to do his thing. I mean, what thing is that? What what does that entail of running because... I, they're not even getting in, in the predicaments where he's inside the goal line, where, where where he gets the run pass options. There's not even any any of that. No one's even worried about the run pass option.
2: No, they shouldn't be. So I I think I think I'm going to be on the Bills here. When we go to break, I'm going to jump on my bookie. I'm going to fire on the Bills minus the points. And you know, Jerry, you know why I do it on my bookie? Because they pay me. When I get my bets right, that's kind of an important part of it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you actually win a bet, you actually get your money. That's why that's their thing. You bet, you win; they pay because they actually pay you for your bet. So, and this is the best time of year to get over to my bookie if you haven't opened up an account because they are still matching your deposit. As the season moves along, sometimes they only match fifty percent of your deposit. So, this is the perfect week to where they're still matching hundred percent of your deposit. So, if you've been on the fence, like yeah, maybe I want to open up a my bookie account, do it now. They're still matching 100% of your deposit. You put in $100, bucks, you put in $200, they're going to match it. Then you have two, three, four hundred dollars $400 to gamble with. And this is a great week to do it, guys, because you still got college football, you got the NFL. So get over to mybookie.ag. You're going to want to use promo code radio. That's how you get that deposit bonus. Promo code radio at mybookie.ag. Get in there, get your account started. Follow Jerry, follow us on Twitter, get your bets in. Make the game a little more exciting. It's a lot more fun when you got some money on the game. So go over to mybookie.ag, promo code radio, get your account started. Guys, you bet, you win, they pay. It's my bookie.
0: ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
1: and on ESPN 92.5,
0: live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline, where it's a lovely day. Why? Because there's football on the horizon. We're talking in less than 30 minutes. Hopefully, all your gambling endeavors become profitable. 713 780 3776. It's Josh Jordan at Josh Jordan 975. It's Jerry Bow at Jerry Bow Knows with a Z. And there's only one guy that keeps his in check, in line behind the glass at Tyler Drew Scott's, where you can find Tyler Cito.
2: And we're talking football. Let's get into it because we're running out of time. All right, let's do it. This is actually a, a big game in the NFC because the Bears have been sneaky good this year i didn't think they would be where they are at foals i'm not loving it but you know the bears have been better than anticipated what do you think the saints going to chicago we could definitely see some some weather up there five point spread no michael thomas it looks like
1: what do you think about this one I hate to be so cliche but chicago windy city this week it's windy very windy we know that breeze can't get it downfield where are the points going to come from here? If you can game plan against Kamara and say, hey, we're going to keep him in front of us, even if they dump it down low, make sure there's two people to, to close in on him. How does scoring get consistent or, or become
2: consistent in this game for either side? See, that's what I worry about. David Montgomery's been awful. Drew Brees outside typically is, is very bad, especially without Michael Thomas. I'm staying away from Drew Brees this week, too. No quarterback
1: in the first seven weeks have been better than QB 19 against that defense no
2: quarterback man I I think it's Kamara and that's about it It, the other Allen Robinson is going to go though today he was uh, in the concussion protocol so it looks like he's going to play so that's a big help so you're you're starting Allen Robinson every week no matter what but in this weather you can't feel great about it how do you feel one Darnell Mooney coming along
1: is that, a, is that a real person? He comes. You know how it is in fantasy world? Like, they got like one week or like a few, two, like a week and a half. We're not even going to call it two full weeks. They have a week or a, or a good second half of a game. Then the next game they come back. And all of a sudden, he's that next guy. Last week, I was like, Mooney. I even said the same thing. I even put him on one of my DFS lineups. like, man, everyone's talking about him. Well, here we are still talking about him. I think it's going to be uh, Jimmy, Jimmy
2: Graham. He's going to have, he's going to get his say in some of this. So, is. We've been talking about revenge games. What about Jimmy Graham going against the Saints? Man, he's been so many
1: places. He's got revenge
2: against the entire NFL, this man. (laughs) He does, and he probably should. All right, so this is a stay-away game for me. What do you think about the five points? Uh, Is that about right? It's about right. I like the under. You like the under? I like
1: the under, and and don't get me wrong. I do like – I would take the points. Uh, I would do the points here in a game that I – remember, whenever there's low spreads or I'm predicting unders, the more
2: points you could get, the more of an angle it gives you. Okay, uh, let's hit this one quickly. To me, it's just fun because I want to say, what do you think about the Chiefs here, Jerry? They're favored by 19 and a half. All I could say is that the, I like what you said earlier. This is a
1: get-right spot for them. They haven't, yeah. they, they haven't exactly looked like the Chiefs that we were predicting. So if we're predicting that they're going to score 30, it doesn't matter when they come. It doesn't matter if it's early and then they blow them out. But those 30 were still scored. My 30 is going to have to have stats behind it. That box score is still going to be – filled with 30 points worth the stats, or 30, yeah, 30 points worth the stats, basically. If the Texans or whoever it is go out there, the Steelers go out there and score 34 throughout four periods, four quarters, but the Chiefs do it 34 in three quarters, what does it matter? The points, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get you to relax is people are saying, man, well, what if they check out, you don't get three full quarters, but what if I'm still saying they're going to get 35 points? The production's still there. It doesn't matter when it comes.
2: No, it doesn't. And that's that's actually a really good point there. Yeah, I think it's a get-right game. All your Chiefs that you've been depending on, be confident in those guys this week. I think you know Tyreek Hill really goes off here, too. This is it. This is the yeah. game that
1: he breaks the big one. This is the one where, where, where Tyreek Hill has two touchdowns, 140. I, this, I, I
2: feel like blown assignments is, is, is his specialty. Yeah, and I feel like this could be like a, a Jerome Bettis game for Le'Veon Bell. Remember back in the day, Jerome Bettis would have like three carries for two yards but he'd have two or three touchdowns i remember that yeah you remember that i feel like this could be one of those games for Le'Veon bell where you know he only has 10 yards but maybe he gets in the end zone twice if you're, if
3: you're a ceh owner you probably hope that that's not the case right but...
2: but it could very well be the case and i am a ceh owner and see and i have this trouble where i have ceh and kelsey on the same team but i also have Le'Veon bell but i feel like I can't start three chiefs, can I? That feels like too much. It
1: does, but at the same time like we said there's going to it feels like it's going to be two different games in within one. So it, the it, the thing is predicting when it changes to the other game when it shifts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you're like, man, it's going to see a shift is somewhere right in that third quarter if they're already up at halftime twenty and they come out and they score a touchdown and then maybe like a, at that point they're checked out at that point Le'Veon Bell becomes an asset
2: he does but you work you know if this is the game where Tyreek Hill gets a couple touchdowns that kills you right because when you have two guys or three guys on your team that are on the same football team every time. That they go down and score, and one of your guys doesn't get that touchdown, you're in deep trouble. Every time, every time you're in deep trouble. And remember, I think it was Matt on Twitter asked us this week if you know if you had you know Tom Brady, you know, would, and you had a, you know Scotty Miller and Gronk, would you would you want to start Brady or would you want to start Burrow? You know, do, do you want to do you want to account for those extra touchdowns? And for me, I want a guy on the other team because think about it this way: say you have you have Miller and you have Gronk, and your opponent has Tom Brady. You know, or, or say you have Tom Brady and they have those two receivers in that tight end. I want out of that. Like I, I want the more points that aren't in that game because think of it this way: if you're in a four point for passing touchdown league, and you know you're getting four points, but your opponent has the receiver in the tight end and they're getting six points for every touchdown, th- that's not the situation I want to be. in.
1: That's all the difference. Yeah. You gotta. Go ahead and look exactly what is what, and, and where do you want to be? If if it, if they're getting more touchdowns per or point per touchdown, then automatically you're on the downside of that. You are. So it, it's tricky what he did though. He that question and that happens a lot. Like in, especially in the playoffs. How many times have you gone to the playoffs and you're like,
3: all right, he's got that receiver against my quarterback, and you start second guessing everything. How many yeah. times has it happened to you? But that's why you shouldn't be in a league that has four points per passing touchdown or four
2: points per touchdown. Like, come on, they're touchdowns. They're worth six. And see, that's the thing—you know your scoring settings. I know people always say that, but it's important. It makes a big difference. So, anyway, I digress. Let's get to this uh, San Francisco–Seattle game, Jerry. That's a big one. Yeah, let's let's get into this one here. During the break, I fired on the Seahawks. It's down to minus one, so I'm on Seattle here. What do you think about this one?
1: I'm still trying to figure out what that move's about because we know that the backfield from the 49ers is is hobbled. I mean, they're but but we also know that they're probably one of the deepest in the whole. They keep pulling out names, and I'm thinking, dang, I forgot they had McKinnon. Remember, they gave him that big contract after Minnesota. I forgot that they had Tevin Coleman, even though, don't get me wrong, he's there. But it's been so many running backs that play, that I'm like, wow, I forgot that he was coming back. So where are we now? Because now they lost Jeff Wilson. He's gone, too, after having a big moment. But we know one thing. That the Niners are the best run game in the league, no matter who's back there.
2: But you just, it's the Shanahanigans, or shenanigans. You just don't know who's who's the guy to play. You know, Mostert's out, and Debo Samuel's out too this week. So this one's kind of tricky. I like Kittle.
1: That's one thing that doesn't have a question mark around it. I believe that you can stack them out there. I told you about uh, draft king value. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo pops up as number one, obviously, because the defense he's going against. I think that this turns into a shootout. And Kittle's going to
2: have a lot of that. This is that two touchdown game for Kittle, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he could have a really nice game, too. And I think Russell Wilson, you know, he lost that game to Kyler Murray. I think he's going to be a little upset, playing a little angry. I think he could put up some big points this
1: week. Someone that's been putting up big points, Brandon Ayuk. Yes. Right? What does he do? 100 yards or a touchdown in four of the, uh, or in his first four games.
2: Hey, I had him in my flexi uh, segment earlier. I think he has a nice game with Debo Samuel out. I think Ayuk. he's a guy you can start this week. Is it Metcalf or is it Lockett? How do you get away from either one of those guys? I mean, they're both incredible. Talk it, about some receivers. You would think last week, after the
3: guy runs down Buda Baker yes. to save a touchdown, that they would have like hooked him up in the end zone like with a touchdown or something or threw it to him more, but Lockett was having such a good game that I don't think that they wanted to go away from him and – DK ends up with like what twenty yards or something like that last week, so I think I would say this week they probably go to him a little bit more. No, I I think so. He sounds
1: like a DK owner. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I am. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I mean, come on, reward him." You know, he's talking. That's what I reward this man. let
3: Let the man eat.
2: Oh, and that, that was a huge play. That really
1: was. I mean, imagine what it did at, at that moment, too, because it was huge. And and I like Tyreek Hill's response, right, when they said, would you be able to run him down? He says, my quarterback wouldn't have wouldn't that, pick. that
2: pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. So I, I think both of those guys get on track this week. And what do we do with their running back situation? Because, you know, they're both going to try and give it a go. Uh, Carson's going to try and give it a go, but I don't think he's going to play. Carlos Hyde, I think he might try and give it a go, but I don't think he's going to play. I mean, what is it, DJ Dallas yeah, DJ maybe? Dallas.
3: I think he might end up being the starter. And then they wow. have uh, this other guy, Travis Homer.
2: Yeah, and I think he's a little banged up too. They've so. tried
3: on and off with him for a while. Yeah, yeah. Dallas is the only one who has got no... Injury status.
2: And he's, I think he played at Miami. Not a super fast guy, but if he's getting the touches and you're desperate, he might be worth a shot.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to get desperate. I'm going to stick to the script and I'm going to bet Seattle, right? And especially that it's moving down everywhere. I'm going to my bookie right now. I'm looking at my bookie. I can't use promo code radio because I'm a customer. I'm a valued customer. But if you're not yet, and even if you are, they send you all types of. Of emails with bonuses here's twenty five dollars on my birthday last year. they sent me a twenty five dollar play that I ended up parlaying it's It's a birthday party bet, oh yeah, let me put six games together that twenty five dollars it grew into a seed of about a thousand, okay, and that's what you can do as well at my bookie. They treat you they want you to come back, okay they want you to enjoy what they have they offer because They give you the most options in the industry if you want a live bet, if you want a prop bet, if you want to bet if so-and-so is going to have X amount of yards, if you want to bet turnovers, anything that you can possibly imagine on MyBookie. And I know the elections are coming up this week. You can also bet that over at MyBookie.ag. Use promo code radio in case you lose on that election and you catch yourself asking yourself to... Why did I bet on the election? Well now you still have the other hundred dollars that you started with to to follow moneyline and then here we are. And then next week you could call in and you could tell us about that bet because you went out there and you tried doing your thing at my bookie. Again, it's it's a it's a trial and error world that we live in in gambling. You need a little space to work. We go out there today. You did your $100 deposit. Now you have 200 We lose the first three or four. Now you're cursing Jerry. You're telling your wife, I hate this guy. I don't even know why I listen to him. And she's telling you, give him another chance. And then I hit the next six. What happened? Because you used that promo code. You, you had that deposit bonus. You used bookie and you did promo code radio. It's MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid.
0: ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 975.
1: And on ESPN 925.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
1: Final segment. The countdown is on. Let's get right to questions. Jermaine Avery says Marvin Jones or Le'Veon Bell at the flicks.
2: Ooh. Man, I, ju- I think Le'Veon's gonna score.
1: La da 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 da! Hawkinson yeah. or Higby. Ooh, I, I go with. The hawk, baby, the hawk. It is. Let's jump into whatever games we have left because we are running out of time.
2: We are this one a uh, Dallas Philly. I wanted to get into this one with you a little bit. I really like Carson Wentz here, but the spread now is at ten and a half. I don't know. That feels like a lot. What do you think about this one, Jerry? It does feel like a lot, but I don't see how anyone's
1: getting to the table to, to, to the to the to the cashier and saying, "Man, give me give me the Cowboys yeah. with, with pride." But then again, those are the bets that win. Yeah, I always tell you, buy what's ugly. I just can't see anyone going to the board and saying with pride, like you know, give me those Cowboys. It's just a bounce back spot. I don't even, I don't even know what to think about that team. They've checked out. When they're talking already about the coach, like we've seen what happens with yeah. a team that could check out mentally on the coach. I'm, I'm staying away.
2: No, I, I get that. So, but. What I do like about the Eagles is Carson Wentz has been doing it with not a whole lot, but he's, you know, Dallas Goddard's back this week. He's starting to get guys healthy. Boston Scott was big last week. I like him as a good flex play.
1: And then uh, Lamont asks us who is considered, I guess, the Eagles' number one right now. I think it would be Travis Ful- Ful- Fulham. Yeah. Fulham. Yeah. That's the guy. I, I He's like. been great. I mean, 70 plus yards and a touchdown in four of the five that he's, or four and the four if he's played. He's only been there for four. I mean,
2: I guess that's who you're going with. It is. And and don't be afraid because you don't really know the guy. I learned this from listening to to Greg Cosell for years. Teams that don't have a true number one wide receiver, one will finally present itself. You know what I mean? Like somebody will end up getting that role and being that guy. And you're seeing that with the Eagles here. So – don't be afraid to start him. And if you've been struggling all season and you need that get right, like we talked about the Chiefs, yeah.
1: this is the Eagles' get right spot. Like, hey, let's go ahead and, and punk them to the ground, especially after the Cowboys busted them up twice last season. Yes. So this is this is a revenge spot. Let's go on.
2: No, Okay, let's move it along here. We haven't talked about this one really at all. The Chargers going to Denver. Man, Justin Herbert, he's, he's looked incredible. Keenan Allen, wow, nice to meet you. You're, you're finally back, Keenan Allen. It's starting to look pretty good. What do you think about this? When, uh, you know, Denver, they're the underdog. It's a three-point game. Do the Chargers keep it going with Herbert? I like the Chargers some here. Um, I like, from a fantasy point
1: perspective, I like I like that revenge factor that yeah. you said earlier. Melvin Gordon, baby. And I think he's going to get opportunity. That's what you're looking for. This game, I'm going Gordon. I'm putting him in my DFS right now as we speak. Anyone else from this game you like?
2: Man, I love Keenan Allen. I think Herbert keeps it going. Yeah, He was another guy in my Flexi column that... And he was my put your name on it last week. He just, he looks fantastic. I think they have something with him.
1: And something they have together is Allen. And, and you know that when you're young quarterback, as soon as you develop trust with someone, it's over. And he trusts Allen. You're seeing those old school box scores where it's like double digit targets yes. right there on receptions. That's what you need out of him. Hopefully he can start getting the end zone. One thing about Mike Williams that I mentioned earlier, Mike Williams has done his little, had his little moments when Keelan Allen has been hurt. But when he's in, he hasn't done much. And all of a sudden, yet last week, last week, I thought that was Mike Williams that caught that touchdown. That was the other tight end. It looks like Mike Williams. He caught yeah. a bomb, and I'm like, who is this guy? I thought it was the the reemergence of Virgil Green. <laughs> and like it looks like Mike Williams. He's got the dreads and everything, but it's not him. It's the backup tight end. Mike Williams hasn't been able to do his thing.
2: He's and Mike Williams is one of those guys where he's a better NFL receiver than he is a fantasy receiver. You know what I mean? So you know, you can't be trusted, Mike Williams at this point. All right, let's move it along here. We haven't talked about this one hardly at all. What about Tampa Bay going to the Giants? We've been talking about the theme of this show has been revenge games. You think Tom Brady's going to want to stick it to the Giants for beating him in two of those Super Bowls? They're terrible. He's going to go to New York in front of those fans. Well, if there are however many fans, that's debatable, right? But Man, Tom holds a grudge. I could see a huge game here for Brady. Tom Brady
1: gets to the line. He starts his audibles. He looks across, and he sees a bunch of Eli heads. He sees a (laughs) a straight-hand gap. Yes. He sees a lot of those. He sees a Burris gun shot. He sees a little bit of everything. (laughs) This is a true revenge game. I don't like whenever the entire offensive line doesn't get practice all week because they had COVID worries. Now they're, okay, some of it's gone but still it's like I, we saw that with the raiders oh the raiders against tampa same thing the raiders didn't have time and then we were all over the, the 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 bucks and you saw what happened in that game they mashed them i don't like my offensive line not having time against going against the best defensive line arguably right now in football the best run stoppers for sure one of the top 3 in in quarterback pressures this is a recipe for disaster. Buccaneers uh,
2: defensive uh, on D- on 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 fantasy. I could see Danny Dimes throwing a few picks. No, no doubt about it. I, and the Bucks, they're the number one defense for a lot of different people's rankings this yeah. week, and for good reason. You know that it makes a lot of sense. So I think Tom Brady has a big game. I mentioned Leonard Fournette in my flexy segment earlier. I think Fournette, with him being the hurry up back and basically in that James White role with Tom Brady. That's a good role. He's going to catch a lot of passes. So I like him this week. I think Scott Miller too because remember Godwin's not playing this week. Mike Evans, he just looks hurt running around out
3: there. He's the soft tissues.
2: Yeah. Last
3: I saw on Godwin, he's like truly 50-50. He just I mean, he might actually play. Really? He just had yeah.
1: surgery a, a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, but but they don't it's on his finger. I think they're going to push him back from what I just uh, someone texted me because they were wondering as well. But I mean, imagine so where do we put Antonio Brown in this whole equation?
2: I mean, I, I'm one of those guys, I like to see it first. You know what I mean? I want to see what somebody looks like on the field before I want to, you know, roll them out there in my fantasy lineup. Yeah. But, but, I mean, and then just
1: overall, from a – If you had to guess right now, will Antonio Brown meet his incentives, for
2: example, because that would be considered successful, I think he's going to smash all of them. I think he is, and if I'm a Chris Godwin owner or I'm a Mike Evans owner, I'm concerned. I think Antonio Brown's going to end up being that dude.
1: Scotty Miller's time's coming to an end as well. I mean, he fits the profile. Uh Uh-oh. You know what that is? We've run out of time. It's time to put your name on something, something that you feel passionate about, something that people could go... Put a lung on right now, right before
2: kickoff. What you got? I'm going to go back to the quarterback well. I did it last week with Herbert. This week, I'm picking on those Cowboys. I I think Carson Wentz is going to go off this week. I'm putting my name on Carson Wentz. I think he's going to have a big game.
3: I'll defer to you. I'll go after you. I have one, but I'm not really super confident in it. I'm just going to have to put my name
2: on put it. Put half regardless. my name on it. Yeah.
3: Mine is,
1: is um, and, and it's not going too far, Feds, because the total's there, but the, the I think the weather's keeping it down. I think the best game stack to have is going to be in that Tennessee-Cincinnati game. I think you can easily go like Henry and come back with, e- you could even do Burrow Boyd, Burrow A.J. Green at a lower uh, at a lower uh, uh, ownership Go ahead and hit that game because if that game gets to cooking, not very many people are going to be on that matchup. You're going to have low ownership.
3: All right. I think this is the week that Zach Moss overtakes Devin Singletary as the lead back in the Buffalo Bills offense. And I say this because I have both of them in one of my leagues. I dropped Singletary based on this. And if – that doesn't happen, then it's going to bite me in the ass. So I'm putting my name on it. There's
2: a lot of people that think that's going to be the case. The problem with the Bills is I think they're bottom five just for rush attempts out of their running backs. So a lot of it's about opportunity. Their is not great. Yeah, and their, their run blocking's not great either.
1: Well, we hope we did a great job. Thank you once again, like always, for hanging out with us on a Sunday morning. We appreciate you. Hopefully, we can repay you in fantasy goodness and gambling winners over at my bookie. So, like we do every single Sunday, signing off for the squad. It's Josh Jordan, it's Tyler Drew Scott, and it's Cherry Bone with a Z. Peace! Steve.
3: ESPN
0: 97.5.